went into labor with my first for my first child I got to hospital at around 2 a.m. in the morning and the nurse that I found there when she was about to leave at 6 a.m. in the morning she said to me you need to save your energy don't waste your energy on screaming and all those things and shouting just save your energy and she said to me when the nurse who's going to be helping you to give birth when she says to you or when he says to you push three good pushes will and the baby will be out and during the course of the day when the next shift started and a new nurse was was introduced i remember that that guy kept saying to me you are so brave and i was thinking no i'm not brave <laughs> I'm just focused on what I was told because the person who had told me was an older nurse and I thought you must have experience so what you are telling me is true I don't know if it was true or not but what I do know is that I held on to her advice and that's how we went through that process as as a people we are going through a rebirth as the world we are going through a, a rebirth a rebirth everything is being redefined we are being rerouted as 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 people in our lives our families are being rerouted everything is being re rerouted because we we all experience a pause that we were, we were not prepared for not ready for not trained for but the good news is that the good news is that god was prepared before we even knew that this was going to happen he knew and he prepared us that's that is the reason why it's very important for us to listen to the holy spirit during this time to say lord what are you saying to me because he knows the way that we should take the bible says that you will hear voice behind you saying this is the way walk ye in it and i believe that it is now more important than ever to listen to the voice of the midwife because if you don't listen to the voice of the midwife women will know this that you will lose your baby you may lose your baby you may lose your life so it's important that when you are in a birthing room you listen and it's important for us to listen to the holy spirit as we are going through a rebirthing it's really an exciting time i'm excited as i'm seeing in my life and god doing through my life things that i've never imagined well maybe not never imagined but things that he he deposited in me but i did not know how they were going to happen and as i am rebirth I'm seeing these things happening and I'm amazed and I believe that even as we align ourselves to the work that he's doing in our lives we too will just live in amazement and gratefulness to God for what he's doing through our lives now the one of the things that is very important when you are in the birthing room is to set your mind on the joy set before you it's not about you it's what is happening it's what you are becoming that is important it's more important than anything else when you go to give birth to a baby what is more important than anything else at the time is the baby that you must bring into the world you can't be there saying no but i can't be naked 
before you because it's it's really not about you it's about the the one who's coming in hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 in the passion translation we look away from the natural realm and we fasten our our gaze onto jesus who births faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection his example is this because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of grace and if you've ever given birth you will know the humiliation that we go through as women as you are just in the labor world and they are doing all sorts of things that you never imagined that you would allow another person to do to you but you allow that to happen because you are focused and there are things that the holy spirit they might not be humiliate humiliating but it's things that we have never thought ourselves we have never seen ourselves doing you know reaching out to someone praying for someone for their healing you might not have ever imagined yourself just standing up for the word of god just you know correcting someone as they are speaking and you say no 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 no, don't speak like that that's not the right way to speak you've never imagined that but as you are being rebirthed by the word of god you see yourself you find yourself in situations where you begin to stand up for the word of god and you don't care that what are people going to say but you are more concerned about what the word of god needs to accomplish in that in that place number two one of the another thing that is very important is to be open i've spoken to a lot of people where you you say to those person god wants you to open up this place you know maybe a place of embarrassment maybe a place of frustration maybe an area of frustration in their lives an area of embarrassment i've spoken to people and said to them you need to forgive this person and someone says no i can't i'm not ready and i want us to know that when we open up for god when god says open up this place for me he's not saying let's just open it up so we can we can reminisce on how painful it was but when god says let's open up this place god is actually saying let's open this place let's remove the past because it's the past that is causing the the wound to still be sore even after so many years it's the poison that the enemy now the lies that the enemy then tells about the story that is making the story to now be so painful and when we allow him to remove the past he then closes that area permanently uh, and i've experienced it in my own life where things that were so so painful when god when i open up that place to god to remove the past to remove the poison and he begins to speak truth i've experienced that those areas stop being areas of pain but they start being areas of of healing not only for me but for other people because i'm then able to minister to people i like what ezekiel chapter 16 says I'm reading it in the message translation and it feels like this is speaking about me. It says from verse 4, it says, On the day you were born, your umbilical cord was not cut. You went bathed and cleaned up. You went rubbed with salt. You went wrapped in a baby blanket. No one cared a fig for you. No one did one thing to care for you tenderly in these ways. You were thrown out into a vacant land and left there. 
dirty and unwashed a newborn nobody wanted and i know that there are areas in our lives where we feel like you know no one cares how hurt i am and god says i saw you i saw you i saw you like that and then i came by i saw you all miserable and bloody yes i said to you lying there helpless and filthy leave grow up like a plant in the field and you did you grew up you grew tall and matured as a woman full-breasted with flowing hair but you were naked and vulnerable fragile and exposed so you can see the progression here that first god finds you 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 are unwrapped and he begins he begins to 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 take you to make you to grow he says grow up like a plant in the field and he says you grow but he doesn't end there because he can see that you're still naked you're still vulnerable you're still fragile you're still exposed he says i came by again and i saw you so that you were ready for love and a lover i took care of you i dressed you and protected you i promised you my love and entered the covenant of marriage with you i god the master gave my word you became mine i gave you a good bath washing off all that old blood and anointed you with aromatic oils i dressed you in a colorful gown and put leather sandals on you i gave you linen blouses and a fashionable wardrobe of expensive clothing i adorned you with jewelry i placed bracelets on your wrist fitted you out with a necklace emerald rings sapphire earrings and a diamond tiara you were provided with everything precious and beautiful with exquisite clothes and elegant food garnished with honey and oil you were absolutely stunning you were a queen or you were a king you became world famous a legend a legendary a legend legendary beauty brought to perfection by my adornments decree decree of god the master so god wants to bring perfection in our lives by his adornment and in this season that we are in we need to open up for god open up for him completely and say lord every area of my life areas of hurt areas of shame areas of disappointment every area you know even if you have gone through you have been molested even if you have been raped even if you you were once robbed you were once mugged open up that area because god wants to clean that area and close it off completely and bring you to perfection because you see if you don't allow this process then you die in the labor ward and we don't have the luxury of holding on to yesterday because yesterday is gone we only have to allow the process of becoming that we are being put through by god to to finish its cause because when it finishes its cause it comes to perfection and i won't lie to you yes you might experience pain but if your mind is set on the joy that is set before you you'll be en- able to enjoy the pain because you know that you know what there's perfection there's beauty there, there there's a tiara waiting for me you know and then the third thing that is important during the season is to hearken to wisdom hearken to wisdom be, be willing to listen and learn most of us you know the bible speaks of uh jonah the bible says jonah says i can't go to to nineveh because when i go there you will forgive those people and then i look like a fool 
and Jonah was right. God did exactly what Jonah was saying, but it didn't help for him to know God. It, he needed to have a revelation of why God would send him out to go and say to the children of Israel, to the children, of, to, to the children, to the people in Nineveh. He needed to know why God would say, go and tell them this. It was not about him. It was about the salvation of the people. He needed to go and warn them and tell them that this is what is going to happen. And God's intention was to save those people. If he had perceived the heart of God, then he would have gone there joyfully knowing that I'm in partnership with God to save his people. But because he he was so focused on what he knew, he was not willing to learn. He was not willing to listen and learn. He was not willing to hear the heart of the father. He ended up missing it. He was right, but he was wrong. He, he was right, but he was wrong. And sometimes we, we are so set on our ways that we, we know to be right. And those that, that rightness leads us into the wrong path. When you read his, his story, you just laugh at all the things that he then does. Sitting under a tree, God makes a tree for him for, for shade. The next thing he's offended because he thought he knew everything. He thought, I already knew everything. I know God. I know what God will do. And some of us, that's our limitation, knowing God. You cannot, you cannot get to a place where you know God fully. We, we, we learn each and every day. So we need to be open, be teachable. My pastor says be tellable, meaning people must be able to talk, to tell you stuff. In Proverbs chapter 2, verse 2 to 5, the Bible says, So that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. I know that I speak for each and every one of us when I say that we don't want to be left behind in the in the previous season. We want to go over to the other side. And in order for us to go over to the other side, we need to allow God to do the work of rebirthing us in the season so that we can come to perfection and possess our possession.